Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another digital citizen episode three hundred and eighty-two. That is a lot of episodes, uh, but uh, I have not done all of them alone. <laughs> that would be a little bit sad. Uh, I have done it with my good friend Luke. Hi, Luke. Hey, Fro. Hi, everybody. How's it going? It's going good. Hey, did you know that we did podcasting before? Podcasting was a cool thing to do. Uh, yeah. I mean, we were definitely uh, pioneers. I wouldn't say pioneers at all. Oh, come on. <laughs> we were. We were pioneers. Because we were listening to podcasts before we started doing a podcast, but. <laughs> We started doing Don't a podcast tell. before we started this podcast for like what uh-huh. seven months or something. So uh, for six months exactly. To to be honest, it was definitely before the surge of like everybody and their sister having a podcast. Like every YouTuber has a podcast now. You know what I mean? Yeah, we. I mean, we 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 have done a lot of podcasting. The report of the week has a podcast. Ugh. Review bra podcast. So I mean, everybody, you know what I mean. <laughs> this is a guy who reviews food, and uh, he has a podcast. I mean, he's probably got a lot of interesting stuff to say. Since I don't think, like, if you already have like a YouTube channel to like put out your views and beliefs, he also has a radio show. Do you all? Do you also need a podcast? I guess. Yeah. I was watching. What was I? What? Oh, Last of Us. Uh, Uh, I opened it up and what does it say? Before you even see the credits of the show, it says, watch The Last of Us uh, Companion Podcast. There's a podcast Mm -hmm. for the show that you listen to as you watch the show. So, yeah, podcasts are like everything now. They're everywhere. They are everywhere and that's why we are so happy that uh, you are here with us. Do you know what you should do? We haven't talked about this for a long time, so... Why not say it today? Share the podcast. Hey, if you like this podcast, tell somebody about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Podcast may not be counterculture anymore, but uh, it is. Uh, it, they're still fun. We are. <laughs> we are. There are that's yeah. a, I, I don't think podcasts are, are counterculture, but I think there are counterculture podcasts, right? Yes, and, and we definitely counterculture podcasts. I was trying to think of like. You know, like in the '60s, there's like the hippies was the counterculture, and I guess what mm. the '70s would have been like, uh, cokeheads were the counterculture. I don't know. Sure. Like, what's the counterculture in 2020? Like, what is the current counterculture? And I was trying to think of it. I, it's hard. I there's like different countercultures, right? But I wouldn't say like right. There's, like, one that you could point to and be like, that's the current counterculture, which is kind of weird to think about. Yeah, because everything is in right now. Like, uh, like in the 90s, I would say, like, grunge uh, and maybe to a lesser extent, like, rap. Those two were, like, on the same level of, like, music counterculture. Like, and there was, like, a culture behind them. Uh, And maybe, like, the 80s, it would have been, like, punk 
for sure. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But right now, I, what's the counterculture? You know what I mean? Uh, I almost want to say it's Trumpism, <laughs> which is scary to think about. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, the problem with saying that it's counterculture is also that it, it is the culture that we are living in, so it's not counter anymore. Well, the so I, it's uh, the current culture. Is, yeah, that's just it. Is it countering the current culture we're in, though? Mm, it's Trumpism? No. I don't know. Yeah, it. I, I mean, I, like, I, I, like if the current culture is what we're living through, as far as like uh, Me Too movement and Black Lives Matter and everything important that's happening on like a cultural level currently. Uh, right. As far as like changing those paradigms that we live in, the counter mm-hmm. to that is Trumpism, right? So it, strangely enough, that scarily enough, I should say, is somehow yeah. become counterculture, which is weird to think about when you yeah, think that's... of like the rest of counterculturism in the past bunch of decades. Like I said, hippies, punks, uh, uh-huh. grunge, and rap, and then you have this. It's it, it's uh the whole world's flipped on its head but maybe i'm wrong you know what do you, i mean do you think uh, there's do you think there's a flaw in that logic to a degree i guess <sighs> yeah i i think i think the only flaw is that we are kind of living in the age of trumpism so maybe i mean like we weren't really living in the the age of uh, grunge before, well, at least not before Nirvana. Nirvana what's got the, popular. What's but the, when? Okay, go yeah. ahead. Sorry. No, no, I was just saying. But when when Nirvana got popular, uh, was it then culture? Uh, was it then anti culture again? Was it? Uh, yeah, right. I see what you're saying. Right, because it got popular. It well, that that's the old saying of like when. When you're anarchist, when anarchist T-shirts are in Walmart, your movement is done. Right. Right. Yes. I think. Yeah. I think there was a point that like grunge was no longer the counterculture, and something else became the counterculture. Definitely. Right. Yes. Uh, so since we are living in Trumpism, that that doesn't feel like it's co- uh, counter culture. Okay. Counter culture. Yeah. I guess that makes. Well, what's the current like counterculture music right now? Because I'm trying to think of like what's the. Is there any counterculture I, currently? Then, I I don't think so. That's that's weird. That, that's <laughs> uh, I I I would maybe think art music like uh, the lady that that sang the uh, uh, Meghan Markle uh, a song in Eurovision last year and came on fourth place or something. That's kind of anti-culture <coughs> because I've seen a lot of. Are you talking about the like that? the healthcare song that was like? Yeah, yeah. So maybe like, <clears throat> maybe social democrats are the counterculture. Would that maybe. that would make us the counterculture? I guess right. Yes. Because yes. I guess that's true. Because both republic, like I guess liberals and like you know uh, centrist liberals and. Republican or like right-leaning people all hate socialist Democrats, right? Right. Yes. And so maybe that actually is is the actual counterculture, and the other two are yes. the culture. The the like, 
centrist liberal. So. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would agree with that. I would. I was trying yeah. to figure that out. Like this whole week, I'm like, is Trumpism really the <laughs> counterculture we're dealing with yeah, in no, this current day and age? No. And I'm like, oh my god, our whole world is falling apart, I, which is actually true, probably. But <laughs> whatever do you mean? The world, the, the world is not falling apart. No, no, no. I mean, when, 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 when the national archives have to ask, like, it's it's kind of funny because I made a joke last. Last week I said, "Hey, maybe they will ask Obama to to find out if he had some secret uh, documents le left in his office." And I kind of said that as a joke last week. <laughs> what is the news this week? Right, I, I said, uh, I, "If I was any current uh, or former uh, political." Uh, person i would be checking my house and office right <laughs> right yeah yeah right and i think that it extends beyond what we're about to read but national archives and records admin has asked representative for six of the most recent past presidential administrations to comb through personal records again six to find any classified <laughs> presidential records according to a letter obtained by cbs the request right. comes after documents with classified markings were found at private residence of Mike Pence, Donald Trump, and Joe Biden. CNN was the first to, request, uh, to report on the request. The Presidential Records Act passed during the Carter administration, but not effective until the Reagan administration, outlines these requirements for preservation of all presidential records upon leaving office. <laughs> Which, right, because of the whole right. Reagan thing, that's really what... what that's that was like the catalyst to make this such a big deal because he was such a crooked and corrupt person as far as uh, keeping records went, right? What you you're saying? Reagan wasn't a good president. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, no. But it 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 feels a little like weird because the past six administrations. That's that's back uh, a, a while, a ways, right? Because you got to consider yeah. like Obama had two terms, yes. Did Bush Bush had two terms, right? Yes. Clinton had two terms, so that's way yes. back in the eighties that we're talking about, right? Because right, yes. See, Trump. So yeah, it's got it's all the way back until the early eighties is what we're talking yes. about, looking for documents that far back. Yeah, for sure. That uh, that is a lot of documents. Maybe these but documents he, he, have a new improved taste, though. Like this Pepsi I have here. Let's do a. Uh, oh yeah. Let's do a Pepsi taste test. Uh, classified documents. I don't think taste very good, but maybe. Well, I I saw someone eat a post-it note today on YouTube, so there's that. Just one. That seems like weak yes. sauce. If, it, it, yes. That's not going to go viral if you ate like a whole thing of post-it notes, maybe. Um, <laughs> do not eat post-it notes. That I, if Somebody's going to sue us. He told me to. He told me to do it. <laughs> he said it on the podcast. It's the Tide Pod Challenge all over again here. <laughs> uh, yeah, Pepsi apparently has a new improved taste. Uh, specifically Pepsi Zero Sugar or Pepsi Max in any other country besides the U.S., Whenever you see something that says new improved taste, there, open it up, uh -huh. and they're not advertising it, 
you know that yeah. it's just to make it cheaper, and it probably doesn't taste any. Yes. It t probably tastes worse, not better, right? Oh, yeah, 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 because they, 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 they are replacing what was costing them a lot in the production of it to make it cheaper for them to produce. Right, and I, I couldn't tell you what that was that they replaced or how they changed it, but let's check it out. I am very, I, this is, you know, me, Fro, there are like three sodas I drink, uh, Pepsi yes. Max, Diet Dr. Pepper, and Diet Squirt, and the, and this is like, yes, of the that's... three is my favorite for sure, so I know the taste of this, so. And, and sometimes Mountain Dew when you don't have anything else. <laughs> I'll, I'll do like a 20 ounce Mountain Dew when I'm feeling a little like frisky, feeling a little different. Yeah. 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 So right, I'm going let's to try this. Uh, hey, I, I'm going to do a prediction and say that it will taste a lot like Pepsi Max. But does it taste different? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, initially, I would say it tastes pretty much the same. Okay. But it tastes a little more water, watered down. So I think uh -huh. maybe they put less syrup in it. <laughs> That's, Which would make it cheaper, right? That uh, would make it cheaper. Yeah, it doesn't taste as strong. Right, exactly. Like, I'm not getting... Like, I'm getting more caramely taste, but less, like, okay. syrupy taste. Uh, huh. Yeah. Hmm. It's not bad. I wouldn't say I'm, I'm like, oh, God, now I can't drink this anymore, but... Right, right, right. It, I would say it's barely different. I wouldn't say it's improved either. I would say, if anything, it just tastes more watery. So, well, it, it didn't say improved. It just said new. Didn't no, it, it says new improved taste. Oh, improved as well. Okay. Right, which is like not not even a metric that you can measure. <laughs> right. Improved to who? Like everybody yeah. has different taste buds. So I mean, cause uh, when Coca Cola did it the last time. Uh, Coca-Cola Classic and had the Coca-Cola New, even I could taste the difference between those two things because, holy shit, the new Coke was terrible. I, I, I was, think I was too young when that actually happened. To And I was never a Coke person. I never drank Coke when I was a kid, so I was a... We were, right. I wasn't even, my family never really drank soda, but I, I was a Pepsi kid, definitely, growing up. I was in the Pepsi so, Club. I literally had a Pepsi Club card in my wallet when I was younger. So you were supporting Michael Jackson, is what you're trying to tell me. I think this was during the time when the spokesperson would have been, uh, um, uh, uh what's her name? Brittany. When Brittany was like, the oh, spokesperson. okay, right, yeah, 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 yeah. That so, and, and like there was a Pepsi bottling factory in my it, like in two towns over, so I knew a lot of my oh. friends' parents that worked there, and they all got free Pepsi. I remember one specific friend, He had his garage, you went in there, and they're just cases of Pepsi, like, stacked up. <laughs> so I think that probably had something to do with my, my love for Pepsi also. Yeah, I have, uh, on my floor in my kitchen right now, I have 11 one-and-a-half liters of uh, Coca-Cola Zero with lime. Oh, with lime, yeah. I remember when yeah, the yeah. lime came out, everybody went crazy for that. Also, that was I love lime. It is so good. Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. I like it better than the normal one. Uh, that's just me. I want something a little bitter 
it 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 makes it a taste a little different. Anyway, uh, do you think they have that in Israel? I, I don't know. Do they have Pepsi? Uh, they probably have Pepsi and Coke in Israel, but maybe yeah. not Iran. I I bet they don't have. I bet they just have Coke in Iran. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and not not a bottle of version. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. <laughs> that was a stupid joke. <laughs> I don't get it. And not the bottle version. Yeah, the snorting one. <laughs> oh, I see. I, I, yes. I, yes. Yeah, right. Uh, mm -hmm. They've got that everywhere. Uh, that's just an all-around-the-world mm -hmm. kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they're factories, not necessarily soda factories, but military factories in Iran appear to have been uh, attacked overnight by Israel. Uh, Yay, U.S. More officials war. said on Sunday, Iran claimed yeah. the interceptor drone struck military industry targets near the city of Isfahan, Is and said there were no casualties or serious damage. The extent of the damage could be independently assessed. Iranian state media released footage showing a flash in the sky and emergency vehicles at the scene. So they're saying mm. there, there wasn't a, it wasn't too much damage. They could be lying, obviously, but uh, it seems that Israel was attacking specifically military targets. Uh, and what I heard was specifically one of these factories was being used to make weapons for guess who the Russians. And so it seems ah. like the Israelis were trying to blow up a uh, suicide. It says here, the attack came amid uh, Iran in the West. Uh, oh, it says the attack came amid tensions between Iran and the West over nuclear activity and supply of arms for the Russian war in Ukraine, as well as months of anti-government uh, demonstration. Uh, the supply of arms includes long-range suicide drones, which what I heard is one of these uh, factories, that's what they were producing. So Amazing. Yeah. Right. So it's all connected, is my point. It's like, <sighs> you might hear that it's just an Israel-Iran thing, which they're not, they've, they haven't been friends forever. That's not a new thing. Right. But the yeah, reason yeah, they no. specifically did this was because of the war in Ukraine. So the war in Ukraine, in, in a way, is spreading to other parts of the world, uh... You know what I mean? Kind of, it's infecting other things, other uh, political uh, fights with other people. So you're saying the hip bone's connected to the lead bone, and the lead bone's connected to the hand bone? Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's mm -hmm. almost like we're in an ecosystem where everything's connected with each other, and all, yes. all, all things are connected, yeah. So the new president of Brazil, uh, Lulu, uh, said on Monday that it uh, was a mistake to inv invade Ukraine. That's, 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 that's a new thing uh, someone said. Uh, but uh, they also were a little uh, disappointed in the German sh Chancellor Olaf Schultz uh, giving them uh, more things to attack them with. It says here... Uh... President 
Lula da Silva on Monday said Moscow made a mistake invading Ukraine, but speaking alongside the Chancellor of Germany, Olaf Scholz, he kept clear of condemning Russia, uh, the Russian attack. Uh, this is a quote from him. I think Russia made a classic mistake invading another country's territory, so Russia is in the wrong. But I think that when, you, that when one won't, two won't fight. Uh, you have to want peace, he said. So what he's saying is, it takes two to tango, basically. Sure. Right? Um, he added, ha had heard very little from either side about uh, finding a peaceful end to this war. Lula said Brazil would not provide ammunition to Ukraine uh, for German-made anti-aircraft guns. In a joint statement right. the two governments issued later, however, said they emphatically deplore Russia's violation of Ukraine's to ter territorial uh, integrity and, and the annexation of parts of its territory. So, so the, there's, you know, he's like, I, I, I'm against them attacking Ukraine, but we really can't just, like, keep, let this go on forever, right? Yes. Which that's what we've been saying for the whole time. <laughs> forever. But, yeah, no, I, I also saw... That he was skeptical to the tanks, it was especially the tanks. He was uh, skeptical to. Okay. And uh, and uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm also very skeptical to the tanks. Uh, at least one good thing, uh, just this morning, when I was doing mm. my toilet bowl news read on my on my phone, um, Biden has uh, denied aircraft uh to Zelensky which is uh, that was up in the air um but it's sounding like Poland is going to send aircraft possibly meaning fighter mm. jets there so we're that might be something we talk about next week though uh okay uh but um hey look uh how are you going to like protect yourself in the future I mean, would you make a dome like uh, the Stephen King novel? Was that Stephen King, the dome? Yes, yes. I remember the TV show. I don't, I don't, I didn't ever read the novel, but uh, yes. the first couple seasons of that show were good, and then the last season was god awful and terrible. Was terrible because they forgot what the book was about. <laughs> the, the book was about right. The premise, like everything, completely yeah. changed. But yeah, or yeah. maybe The Simpsons. The Dome and the Simpsons in, over uh, yeah, oh yeah, the Dome Springfield. And Simpsons, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Trump says he would build an impenetrable, impenetrable dome over the U.S. as he's warned mm -hmm. of possible war in, in, in World War Three. Uh, Donald mm -hmm. Trump said he would build the dome over the U.S. if reelected as pre president, uh, as he warned of a possible catastrophe of World War Three. Uh, there's a quote. If you look right now, the nuclear word is being mentioned all the time. This is the word you're not allowed to use. It was never used during the Trump administration, he said in a video. Sure. Trump. Yeah, we ne ne never had heard about nuclear war. Yeah, when you time. were. Uh, when Trump was uh, <laughs> negotiating with North Korea, nope, nobody never. was talking about the fact that never. they had nuclear weapons. Right. Never. Trump claimed the nuclear threats are being made by other countries because they have no respect for our current leadership. Uh, World War Three. There's a quote. Mm. World War Three would be a catastrophe unlike any other. This would make World War One and World War Two look like small battles. 
to address this potential threat, Trump said he would build a state-of-the-art generation missile defense shield just as Israel has now uh, protected by the Iron Dome. Right, so it's not an actual right. dome. He's, not, ta he's right. not actually talking about building a giant bubble. He's talking right. about an Iron Dome just like the Israelis have. Uh, right, and we don't really need another dome because we're living on this flat earth with the dome over us. So I, I, I just want to that. point something out, how big Israel is. <laughs> and how big the United States is <laughs> to create little, you're right there's a little a difference little in size and, yeah tiny tiny bit <laughs> so I'm not sure that it would be at like I don't think those projects are equivalent in scale if that makes what? sense I think what? yeah it would cost like more money than exists possibly to create yeah. a dome over the United States I'm pretty sure but yeah well, God did it in seven days. I'm sure Trump will do it in six. I guess the other question is, because he's running for president, is this going to be the new build the wall chant? Build the dome. Right. Build the build dome. dome. Build the dome. Build the dome. dome. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to let the aliens pay for it. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Instead of Mexico. Yeah. Hey, uh, good friend of the podcast, Andrew Tate, uh, loses appeal against uh, 30 days detention in Romania. A Romanian court on Wednesday today upheld a 30-day detention of the divisive influencer. He lost his appeal against uh, the judge's January 20th decision to extend his arrest for a second time for 30 days. Um, a spokesperson for... Romania's anti-organized crime agency said Tate 36 a British citizen a British US citizen who was nearly 5 million followers on Twitter arrived at the Court of Appeals in Bucharest handcuffed with his brother Tristan who held who is held in the same case along with two Romanian women none of the four have yet been formally charged the uh, the document seen by the Associated Press explain the decision in the account, it says, this is quoted, particular, particular dangerousness of the defendants with their increased vulnerability in search of better life opportunities, meaning uh, they're a flight risk is what that means. Right. Which I think I said that like a few weeks ago when we talked about them, when we had found out they had multiple uh, currencies of cash and different passports, I was like, they're not going to let them out on appeal. That's not going to happen. I mean, not to be a jerk, but Andrew Tate is more or less uh, Epstein, young and alive. So. Uh, and probably less connected to, like, uh, uh, government um, agencies, we'll say that. Right. Yes. Well, at least not Western Hopefully. government agencies. No, yeah, I was just going to maybe say, Romanian, but like Romanian. Not, yeah. He's not connected to like uh, the CIA or something like that. Which no, right? Which Epstein, as we know of, more than likely was. I think we pretty much know he was connected to like Mossad and things at this point. So, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh no, remember we conspiracy theorists would we we talk about that. So I think it's pretty much that. confirmed at this point, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegedly confirmed. Allegedly confirmed, right. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, talking about something that is not allegedly, Jesus Christ, what is it with the, the American police? Uh, Tyre Ty Nicholson? Uh, is that what, how you would say his name? I think it's Tyree. Tyree Nichols. Tyree Nichol? Yeah. Yeah. I saw the video uh, of him getting dragged all out of his car and kicked and beaten by Afro-American policemen. Uh, I find that interesting that uh, all the people that was involved in this were Afro-Americans. I mean, they're still police. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't... I mean, they're still trained the same way the rest of the, the police are trained to not respect human life, right? So right. I don't think it necessarily has anything to do with their skin color. It has to do with the way police are trained and uh, use force in America, you know? And mm. the people who are hired by the police, obviously a lot of them have some kind of weird power trip. Uh, but it says here, a police report written hours after... Uh, the uh, officers beat Tyree Nichols was starkly at odds of what these videos that you saw from have uh, since revealed, making no mention of the kicks or punches unleashed on Nichols. So they didn't put any of that in the report. Instead, claiming right. that he was he was violent, not them. The, oh yeah. The police report painted Nichols, who died after uh, three days. Uh, as an irate suspect who had started the fight with the Memphis police officers, even re even reaching for one of their guns, it said in the in the report, the videos which were released last week show nothing of the sort. Instead, they captured the Absolutely police officers nothing, yanking yeah. Nichols away from the car, threatening to hurt him, and then after he ran away, catching up with him and and then inflicting a deadly beating. So, yeah. they they lied in the report. Obviously, this is nothing new. Police of lie course. in those reports all yeah. the time. It is just another one of these um, uh, situations. And it feels like since Michael Brown, which everybody kind of goes back to 2020 and that part of the Black Lives Matter. But, like, really, yeah. Black Lives Matter movement and all this stuff started with the Michael Brown Ferguson oh, event. Definitely. and. Yeah. Nothing's changed since then, right? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, like nothing, that's, that's, nothing has changed. That's the sad. The sad part uh, is, of course, a man dying and and his whole family losing a father and a supporter and everything like that. But it's it it is sis, the systemical, uh, the systemical mind of the policeman that did this. I, I agree. I mean, it's it it's it is again something that the police need to do, and and uh, I I was very happy Biden came out and 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 said that this is deplorable and everything like that. But it's not it's not enough, and uh, yeah, uh, it, it 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 will just continue. The sad thing is that nothing will be done with us. Absolutely nothing. Uh, yeah, some of these cops will get in trouble, but it's not going to change the systematic problem. Right. Right? Yeah. And that's... And, and the thing is that that is continuously uh, unaddressed. Like, the one yeah. good thing that's come out of uh, all these young men dying, and it's always young men, 
is that mm-hmm. uh, body cameras are now more in use, and at least we had that yeah. footage, which we wouldn't have had if at least somebody had done... And that's the only thing that's really been done. And all of that does is just show us uh, the cops doing these things, right? But it doesn't stop them from doing it. No, and uh, that's, that's even more sad that they are aware of like them having cameras on on themselves but they just don't give two single fucks about human life yeah um and as far as i there is a lot of people like especially on the right kind of going well look uh, it's not a race issue because these were black cops and uh, mm. um it still is a race issue because the oh, yeah. the systematic problem with policing is that it's more enforced in black neighborhoods right and so yep that is the systematic issue that causes black men to be attacked more by police officers Mm. whether they're black or white uh and this i mean in that nwa song uh fuck the police they talk about Mm. uh black police officers uh covering up for white cops right in that in yeah. a rap song from the 80s. So this is not something yeah. new that we're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, what we need is more sur- sur- uh, surveillance. That's what we need. We need more cameras. Uh, uh, let's 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 uh, let's uh, do like the French Senate. Uh, this 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 weekend back an AI powered video surveillance for the 2024 Paris Olympics. That sounds like an amazing idea. Oh AI? Oh, so not Oops. yeah. So not it's gonna it, basically com, uh, a computer AI is going to be deciding whether you did something wrong or right. Is that what? Yeah. Sounds super smart. I mean, it's got to be some. There's got to be some kind of human oversight. But it says the French Senate voted overwhelmingly t- Tuesday in favor of a bill allowing experimental. See that word scares me a little bit. AI powered mm-hmm. video surveillance during the 2024 Paris Summer Olympics. Uh, sports minister thanks senators for swiftly adopting the text, which she said was a central milestone in preparation for the sporting mega event. In late December, the French government presented legislation that would massively expand its arsenal of surveillance powers and tools to boost security for the Olympics. The plans include a large-scale real-time camera system supported by an algorithm to spot spot specific spot specific suspicious spot (laughs) suspicious. That's hard to say. Spot suspicious. Oh, oh my God. Behavior, including unsupervised luggage and alarming crowd movements, such as... uh, Oh, alarming crowd movements. Such as stampedes. Uh, How would you be able to stop that, though? Like, you get... You know... We can video it, though. We'll get a good video of the stampede. Like, what is that? How does that help anything, you know what I mean? Also, the very famous French stampedes we we all... (laughs) hear about all the time <clears throat> i think they're uh like you know like uh what happens when soccer like soccer games get crazy i think that's more what sure. they're worried about yeah 
Uh, I mean, what what was uh, very nice with this article, look is that I now know, know that the Summer Olympics is in Paris next year. <laughs> right, well, yeah, I guess that's true. I didn't know that I either. Did, I, didn't, I th- didn't know that. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Of course, uh, like some rights groups have come out against this. Uh, mm-hmm. It says here, Lock. Quantra de Net and the Human Rights League are campaigning against such devices amid concerns that what is pitched as a temporary experiment for the Olympics will actually become permanent. You don't say. No <laughs> shit, Sherlock. Yeah, that's exactly wow. what is going to happen. <laughs> what, are they just going to spend all this money on all this camera yeah, yeah, equipment yeah. and computer yeah, no. AI programs and be like, yeah, we don't need that anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we are going to take it down now that the, the Olympics is over. We promise. <laughs> Baguette. Right. Yeah. They're like, oh, we yeah, we, we 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 took we, it we, down. We promise. We promise. Yes. Uh, do you think uh, Tucker Carlson can speak French? By the way. Fuck no. He probably. No. You, you know he hates French people. I mean, he can barely speak English, to be fair, so... You know he was one of those guys that used Freedom Fries unironically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the oh. 2000s. <laughs> oh, my God. Freedom Fries. Yes, and they do speak French in Canada, don't they? Quebec? Quebec is very French. If you go to Canada, even on the West Coast... Uh, all the signs, like, road signs and stuff are in English and French. It's, like, required. Even, like, all food products have to have English and French on them there. Is that why Tucker Carlson wants to put uh, the army to liberate Canada of it's the po- French? That's very sign. possible. Yeah, right? Yes. Yeah, because Fox <laughs> News host Tucker Carlson suggested the U.S. should send troops to liberate Canada from Justin Trudeau. While an interview, while interviewing Canadian colleague uh, Professor David Azirrod on Fox Nation show, Carlson compared Trudeau to Cuban leader Fidel Castro and referenced uh, the trucker protests against COVID nineteen last year. Uh, we've got the video down yeah, here. We do. So let me get that. Make sure the sounds good. All right. Uh, go ahead and give me a countdown whenever you're ready. And three. Two, one, play. So I have to ask you about Canada and what we saw happen there last winter, the trucker protests and then the crackdown by the authoritarian government of Canada. What what struck you about that? I thought you were going to ask me whether Trudeau is Castro's son. He very much obviously (laughs) is, and I'm completely in favor of a Bay of Pigs operation to liberate that country. I mean, why should we stand back? I don't think anybody thought the Bay of Pigs was a good thing. Is he suggesting that no. was a, that went well? And actually, I say a great country. <laughs> yeah. I love Canada. The Bay of Pigs, you know, that famously well-rounded uh, we operation Cuba? that went like, that why, didn't go why bad at liberate? all. We're spending all this money to liberate Ukraine from the Russians. Why are we not sending an armed force north to liberate Canada from Trudeau? And I mean it. Well, I don't know. But that you don't I, have to answer. Yeah, that. I, I don't know that I'm 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 there yet with you. He's I'm just talking myself into a frenzy here. I was pleasant. That laugh at the wow. end make, made me feel like he was he's just saying this to be yeah. like just to say it to get so that yeah. we would be talking about it right now, right? Yeah. Like he doesn't believe that shit. He's just saying it to be uh over the top. That's uh, maybe I'm wrong though. 
that, but that laugh at the end, you saw that smile and that laugh right there at the end. It yeah. was that, oh, I'm, I'm saying some crazy shit right now, smile. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think so as well. And I don't think he's really trying to get people, mm. I don't think he really wants the mil- military to invade Canada. I mean, uh, what what has Canada uh, against it? They're riding police, right? That's what I have in Canada. Uh, uh, yeah, they they have a military. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> they don't just have the Canadian riding police. That's what uh, South Park has t- uh, taught me. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe it's true. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, according to. According to South Park, we should blame Canada. So, there's that. All right. Yeah. Mm. Hey, look. Uh, do you like when people steal uh, your stuff? It doesn't happen very often, but when it has, it, I wasn't a big fan of it. You feel you feel violated when people steal your stuff a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I haven't had that happen uh, uh, since high school. I think. Someone, some. I, I can't think of anything that has been stolen from me when I was growing up. The biggest thing, I think, when I was in college, I was working at a movie theater and somebody, I was there, you know, I was the projectionist, so I was like the last person there. Like at, you mm-hmm. know, one in the morning, I come out at, when I'm done with my shift and somebody had busted my window and stolen my stereo and stuff out of my car. Mm-hmm. You know, that mm-hmm. classic one. Because, uh,. And that, I, I definitely was not, I remember, you just feel, I, it's like, oh my gosh, somebody like went, was going through my shit and stuff like that. That's the thing mm-hmm. that more than anything, the, getting the stolen stuff sucked, but the feeling of like being, like having somebody rummage through your things and just the violation of that is even almost worse in a way. Mm. Yeah, no, and I, I, I am an ultimate pacifist. Uh, and what do I define that as? If someone uh, tried to steal s- something from me, I would probably just let them. Uh, sure. But uh, Tron is going to talk about defending your own. This is Tron with Tron's The Truth. We are open talking about what you're going to do with rich people. How you're going to get rid of tax paradises. How you're going to be able to pay tax and pay the fair share. Share. But we forgot one thing. We can do. We don't need a revolution. We don't have to overthrow them at all. We just have to stop treating them like royalties. Don't defend them. Don't do anything for them. No. When they get in trouble, they can pay for it. So let them deal with it themselves. Defend your own kind. Defend your own people. Not them. They're not you. They don't give a fuck. They rely on that you look up to them, but you don't have to do that. I'm a little bit sick of this world, because the capitalist system is not only made by okay, exploit people, but it's also made that you shall worship them. You should worship the people on the top. Look at them. They're going to bald. Yeah, they're looking, going to fancy parties. They have a lot of things. That can be you. But we know all the truth. It can't be you. Stop defending them. Treating them like just ordinary people. When they're in trouble, don't defend them. Don't do anything for them. Let them pay. 
because they have enough money and power to do so. So why should you do the job? We don't have to do anything for them. We don't owe them anything. Job creators? Yeah, right my ass. They are job creators, but we are wealth creators. We are the reason why they make a lot of money. So, why don't we use that power more? It's a thing going around in the United States and many other countries, silent quitting. Don't do more than you get paid for. I think that's a good thing. Don't do more than you get paid for. Why in the fuck? If I pay my allowance, pay me lousy, then I'm going to do job according to the wage they pay me. Because I don't owe them anything. They own me a lot of things. We always talk about how we worked hard with two empty hands and that kind of bullshit. But a lot of the money that comes today is from wealthy people who had money for, for generations. And they get more and more and more money. Two empty hands. Donald Trump had no two empty hands. He had he was spoiled from the day he was fucking born. He had tons of money from the day he was born. Two empty hands, my ass. There are different systems in the world. In my system, my father had two empty hands, but it was a system in Norway who made it possible for people on the down on the ladder to climb up if they worked hard and were intelligent and yeah, and he worked did a the right things but that system is broken in most countries and the conservatives try to break it here in Norway too just wait they will do it because the, the system is fucked today the richest people in Norway who's gained a lot of billions on the Norwegian system are fleeing to Switzerland from Switzerland they're giving money to the people conservatives in Norway so they can rig the system for their behalf, so they can come back. Fuck them. Fuck them all. This was Tron, but Tron tells the truth. That was uh, Tron telling the truth. Thank you, Tron. Thanks, Tron. TV? TV round. TV round, yeah. Let's start with the best show of the week first. Holy moly, I loved this show. Wolfpack. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> good, yeah. Yeah. Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's about this uh, teenage uh, boy and a teenage girl that uh, have uh, uh, lived in California and then they get into this wildfire that has uh, gets uh, uh, awakens this very weird creature. And uh, of course, as uh, they get bitten and things like that, and uh, well, uh, at the full moon, they all uh, meet together and find out that they are uh, part of Twilight. It felt <laughs> very Twilight. Like... <laughs> it, 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 like there were certain parts of it that they added that blue tint that's all over High oh. uh, Twilight. Um, oh. It just got the very angsty teen characters which is very twilight um extremely bad writing that is twilight very bad acting that is twilight yeah and also sarah michelle geller is back after playing buffy i i i i like buffy i but holy shit she was the worst thing about this show 
uh, yeah, I always, uh, I always liked the movie more than the TV show of Buffy, but that was, I think in a right. lot of other people, it's the other way around for some reason, but yeah, for me, for me, it's the other way around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, this one, it just felt like this show's been done already, like a hundred times. Oh yeah. We've seen yep, this show yep. like a million times. It's, uh, yeah. it's a vampire slash werewolf show. Uh, yeah. you know, teen drama, which is, it just feels dated at this point. Uh, you know, Twilight came out, what, 15 years, like 10 years ago, something. I don't even know at this point, but long enough ago that like, the concept yeah. is a dated concept, right? It feels like the bottom of a barrel CW show. Right. And... The, the special effects are not good, which is, uh, all, no, the worst part of that is like the whole show is based off of like. Uh, mm. things that need special effects werewolves like glowing eyes you, you know super speed these kind of things are all based around special effects so when that isn't in the budget it's like you've kind of uh, already uh you've already uh, as a tv pro or somebody making a tv show you've already kind of like cut yourself out at the knees in a way you know what i mean and there's also some terrible sound editing in this uh, show as well so i have absolutely no problem giving this a two but it's still not the worst show i saw this week so there's that yeah i would give it a 2.5 um it's bad but it's like it's so uh it's bad in a way where it's it just feels like it's been done too many times and uh that's not necessarily it's not necessarily bad in, like, it doesn't, it's not, like, on a level of where, like, there's terrible everything through the whole thing. It's just very bland in the middle kind of bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's still not the worst show I saw this week. Just saying that. Okay. I saw The Last mm -hmm. of Us, which came out last week. Uh, yeah, this was uh, good through most of it. I mean... Uh, I think uh, some of it is a little overhyped in the sense that it, uh, the production of it is not as crazy amazing uh, as, I guess, I, it had been hyped up to me. I guess maybe I went into it pr with pretty mm. high expectations. Um, mm. As far as, like, the way it, a lot of people are enjoying it is that, like, they really did do a really good job of taking the game and just making mm -hmm. a show out of that. Instead of, like, trying oh, yeah. to adapt it in some way. Maybe, like, the first 15 minutes had some weird different stuff in it. But then after that, like, once they are start on their journey, I'll say, everything is very, uh, just kind of follows the game, right? You know what I mean? Instead of trying to, like, yeah, do something different episode, with it. Well, they did something different in episode three. So well, okay, I've, I, I've only seen two episodes, so. Okay. Um, but as from what I've seen, uh, there was... One thing, glaring error uh, that I noticed as far as sound design, actually, was the... <laughs> they're they're driving away at the beginning, and they're in the truck, the three of them. Um, mm -hmm. Him and his friend and his daughter. So this is right at the beginning of the show. And they drive, they're drive. they driving towards the highway, and they go through that field 
You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. And they get stopped by the uh, military there. And then he burns out. He does a burnout in this field. And the sound, they use a sound like the truck is on asphalt. So it goes, they're in, they're in a dirt field and it goes, and you're like, that, that is uh, obviously for dramatic effect, but it's really silly sounding. <laughs> uh, what should we talk about in the next? Oh, Something I should give this a score, have... shouldn't I? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. it's very good. The show is definitely entertaining. Uh, the young girl who plays i guess kind of the main character she mm-hmm. is very good in this and she they really found somebody who looks like the video game character also like yeah so oh, spot yeah. on uh so i'll give it a seven okay yeah uh i think i gave it a nine uh well uh do i really want to talk about this i guess so uh the 1619 project uh, this is a documentary from Hulu, mm-hmm. uh, and it is about slavery and the contribution of black Americans and uh, how uh, America is built upon slavery uh, with very, like... Uh, center on that uh i i think i saw um, uh i think i saw that uh oprah winfrey was a producer of this and things like that the sad ba- sad part about this is that it's bad it's it's really really bad like production uh, wise it's not a yeah. not well put together okay it's it's a terrible terrible boring show i wish i i i have heard there's a lot of controversy about the original project and i can see why there's a lot of uh, problems with the original project and this series kind of puts those problems into uh the documentary as well so i i just to be honest, I, I felt very uncomfortable watching it. Uh, the first episode is about democracy, the other one is about race. And it's like, it's, 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 it is supposed to be informative and very, like, uh, yeah, telling a history. But it, it feels very skewed. And it feels very um, uh, boring and and just trite. So I will give this a three point five. Yeah, I, I know what the project is, and I saw that this had come out, and I was like, uh, "That's just sound." It's number one. It sounds depressing. Like it sounds like a depressing thing yeah. to watch. Uh, and it's just very controversial, so, uh, I don't know, it seems like something that's good to put out in, for posterity, so that maybe in ten mm-hmm. years you can look back at it and go, oh, that's what was going on at that time, as far as, like, the project itself. I don't know, though. Um, okay, let's check, uh, The Watchful Eye. Did you talk about this? No. Uh, this was on Freeform. This is very, I think okay. you'd like this, if you haven't seen it. Uh, it's about a no. woman who gets a job as a live-in 
ma- maid? No, child care person. Right. Like, there's a young boy whose mother uh, died. And the father says it was an accident, uh, but she fell out of, like, the balcony of their uh, penthouse, uh, you know, in Manhattan onto the street. So, accident. But that's, you know, part of the mystery. She... Uh, she moves in with them and strange things start to happen and she starts to learn things about the the family and the building and the people living in the building uh and she finds a secret room in the back that has like very creepy vibes like occultist type vibes uh Mm. yeah it's definitely worth checking out i think there's only one episode out as far as i oh no there's two episodes out i think right Okay. Um, so it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, I give it a, from what I saw, I had a lot, I had a good time with it. I'll give it a 7.5. Well, talking about cults and weird shows that I've seen this week, uh, Gunter's Millions on Netflix. Uh, this is a show about a dog with a trust fund. Uh... And also, his very, very, very eccentric handlers that lived a life of luxury with a very, very, very cult-like entourage around him. Oh, okay. Uh, I was wondering where you were going with that. Yes. Uh, Four episodes? I am... I am a... is this yeah. a reality show or is this like a just a, a silly a show about a dog? It, no, it's it's a doc- documentary. It's a doc, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it very much tries to be Tiger King. Uh, it's kind of edited that way. Um, I didn't especially think this was all that interesting. Okay. Some of it was was okay, I guess. But I, I will give it a four. I mean, I watched all four episodes without crying, so there's that. <laughs> Four's still pretty low, yeah. but uh, yeah. I was like, should I see this? at When you say a four, I'm like, eh, I don't probably don't need to go out of my way to see it, though. Um, no. Lockwood & Co., Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a paranormal, uh, it's a show where you're living in a world that where paranormal things just exist and everybody accepts it, right? Yes. That's the first yes. thing you have to know about the show. It is a very, it's a teen drama about a young woman and a young man who are fighting ghosts and that mm-hmm. he owns this uh, ghost fighting company, I guess, Lockwood & Co., uh, and she is a, what do you call it when you can talk to ghosts? A, uh, a, a, a ghost, ghost talker. Ghost whisper. Yeah, ghost, ghost whisper. whisper. Yeah, there you go. She, uh, and so she's valuable to them as far as, like, uh, being, a, like, she has powers that they don't have, uh, in the ghost realm. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a teen show, but the special effects mm-hmm. are actually pretty decent. I mean... Yeah. Uh, way better than Wolfpack, for instance, which is another teen oh, yeah. show we saw this week. And uh, it was... The storyline so far is really interesting from what I've seen of it. I'd give it mm-hmm. a... It's like a 6.5 show, for sure. I have it at 7.5, actually. Okay. I really, really enjoy this. Uh, 
I've not seen uh, all eight episodes. I've seen three, I think. All right. Uh, but yeah. I only I saw really one like just last night, but it's like, well, I think I'm going to yeah. keep watching it, is the thing. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I recommend you you still watch it. I really liked it. Yeah. Fun show. Um, it's it, it still wasn't the best show I saw this week either. But uh, let's talk about the worst show I saw this week. Milf Manor. Uh, oh, right. Because, holy fuck, that was a weird thing. So, <laughs> look. Luke uh, convinced me to watch the two first episodes of this. Um, so it is uh, about some middle-aged uh, women that uh, uh, leaves uh, home to f- find love. Uh, but when they come down to this exotic island, they found out the people that they are dating are the sons of the mothers that are already there. And that is the premise of this fucking dating show. Uh, It is extremely sad uh, to see, and it's also very, very cringe. And there are some sexual undertones here that are very incestual. I mean... They're playing with the idea, like, will they? Maybe they will. Like, they obviously they won't. But like they're playing with the concept, like the that's the yes. whole point of the show, right? Yeah. Yes, and uh, I have to say it's probably going to be on my list of the worst shows of the year. I I can't I can't think of a worse show I have ever seen in my whole <laughs> life. As far as oh, reality but... shows go, it's like one of the worst... Like, it's on the level of a lot of those early 2000s terrible reality show concepts, right? I mean, it's 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 on the level of the the lady that wanted the kids. The swan. The it's on show. the swan level of terrible. Yes. And, yes. Which is, like, one so, of the worst reality shows ever. Um, I'm, I'm going to give this a big fat zero, but I will say I am going to still watch it. It's like a car crash that you can't look away from. Yes. Right. The, the thing about the show is they're, uh, clearly they saw, like, the categories on Pornhub and which ones are the most popular, <laughs> and they were like, wow, that one is super popular. You know, it's like they saw the, the there's this, this thing, this category has a huge demographic that we can tap into Uh (laughs) and that's really what it is right i mean when you when it comes down to it yeah no it's just uh uh, it's a troublesome show something good that came out poker face or at least i thought it was pretty good on peacock Mm -hmm. my favorite show of the week yeah it was on i was it on both of our list of like things to see for the year, it yeah. was definitely on my list. Um, yeah, it was, it was on my list as well. About a woman who can read uh, lies, I guess. She can't, like... Mm-hmm. She's not psychic in the sense she can't, like, read people's minds and tell what the lie is, but she can just, like, sense that somebody's lying. Uh, which I feel like can be played with in a fun way, like, in the future parts of the episodes, if you have somebody who's, like... What do they call those people who are, like, compulsive liars who, like actually believe their own lies like can she sense that that's kind of an interesting right. thing to play with in the future but she gets involved with this criminal uh 
casino boss and uh, he wants her to do a job for him and it kind of goes sideways and then what he gets killed and then her, his father who actually runs the casino is now after her at the end of episode one uh, and and I guess it's going to go from there because like the original mm -hmm. concept when I watched it was about her like she's on the road and she goes to different places and meets different people and solves different crimes. Uh, and in the first yeah. episode, it's kind of setting up why she's on the road more than anything else right. and, and character development also. But you meet some characters that obviously we're never going to see again. So, yes. I loved this TV show. Like, loved it with a um, huge, big L. I, I, I definitely see similarities between this and Nice Out uh, of the girl that uh, puked every time she couldn't lie. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, it's it is the same director as both uh, Nice Out and Glass Onion. Yeah, I guess uh, I can see a so little bit of like the stylistically, it looks kind of similar. Very, yeah, yeah. Um, and some of the crime or you know, uh, yeah, crime solving elements are a little bit similar. Yeah. Uh, I love this uh, to a nine actually. Really, really, really fun. I I can't remember. Last time I had this much fun with four episodes of a show. It's it's really good. I feel there could be, uh, like I said, they can play with this a lot more in the future, even in like a second season. And so, mm -hmm. uh, there's nothing like cinematography wise. It's really really good. All the dialogue's pretty amazing. The acting's most most of the stuff is decent. There is like some level of like a network TV feel to it. But other than that, mm. just a, like a, on a, a base level, there's like kind of a like uh, you're never going to see somebody's head blown up kind of. You know what I mean? Right. Um, uh, but yeah, I would give this a 8.5, I think. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That was the last thing I saw. Uh, well, the only other thing we saw was uh, what? That 90s show, episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, this one with was, references. This was called Free Le Leah. Eager to impress her friends, Leah goes on a quest to find the perfect flick for movie night. Kitty and Red get to know their new neighbor, Sherry. Right. So we... Uh, this lady is... Sherry is maybe the most 90s thing uh, yet. Like, her hairstyle mm -hmm. her clothing style everything like is very 90s where like red and kitty are still in the like 70s like their whole house is decorated the same as it mm -hmm. was in the 70s they dress the same as the 70s most of the kids look kind of 90s but not like really they, they're not like going none of them are wearing jinkos you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh I don't, they're, they don't have any air, like, they're not pointing out, oh, I've got my air walks on, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> which, those kind of references, I think, could be added in a bit more, but maybe that has to do with, like, those brands, they don't want to be involved with the show, or, you know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> so there are, like, complications with that. I think both me and you, the movie they talk about in here that she's trying to find is Clerks. 
And we were both kind of like, Clarks really didn't get famous until later in the 90s, not early in the 90s, which is what they're trying to portray here. So it's a little like, timeline-wise, it's a little strange. Like, they're kind of, it's a little retconning the 90s in a way. Yes, they are trying to say uh, to us that... uh... Uh, that very independent movie was popular in 94, and it wasn't. Right. I mean, it was in, like, I guess in, like, independent movie scenes, but, like, some high school kids in Michigan didn't know about it more yeah. than, like, no, right. no, no, no. Um, nope. I guess in, like, some strange case, strange scenario, maybe, but, like, it's very unlikely. It's, I guess the point is, like, if you're trying to create a 90s nostalgia, like, that kind of breaks mm-hmm. it. That's more the more the thing than anything else, as far as like timeline and mm-hmm. setting. <clears throat> but we got Tommy Chong in here, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Fez, whatever the actor's name is. Right. Uh, I thought, yeah, the Tommy Chong character is the it was very small cameo, but I guess the Fez thing was also. Yeah, I liked both cameos. Uh, I didn't think uh, this episode was as good as last episode. Uh, so I think I will deduct it maybe one point from last episode. Okay. Other than that, yeah. I don't remember what I gave it last week, but, uh, this episode is probably a 6.5. Yeah, and I would give it a 5. It's definitely worth point five. watching. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And it's still fun. Uh, and they've oh, yeah. changed up the characters slightly from the pilot. Like, at, at least, like, their attitudes, it seems yes. like, and, like... Yes, especially one character. Right. Especially one character, yeah. Right, and so, uh, but that's not unusual going from a pilot to, you know, the fir- like the first actual episode of the season. The first, second episode of the season, I guess, in this case. But yeah, uh, I think it's it, it's definitely worth watching more, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I, I want to continue. Okay, cool. Uh, something else that will continue is the last of, of us. I'm not surprised by this. It's renewed for season two at HBO. I think the first sentence here from Variety is very funny. HBO has renewed the last of us for to season two faster than deadly fungus can spread. <laughs> I see what they did there. <laughs> I see what they did there. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm not shocked by this. Are you? Uh, no, not really. Um, yeah, I am seeing something over here on the side of this uh, about Pamela Anderson. I didn't have it in the news, but have you heard about what's going on? She's got a documentary coming out. Uh, uh, it is out. I it just is out. Haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Yes, I did. I thought it was coming out this week sometime, but maybe. It could, oh, well, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, she was. Say, I was seeing that like. She blocked people from talking about the Pam and Tommy doc on set because mm-hmm. she just hated it so much. Uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, that when we talked about it, we were kind of like, "This seems a little like uh, one-sided." You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, the documentary is uh, on Netflix. It's called Pamela Love Story. So yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, uh yeah, Doctor Phil, ending after twenty one seasons. <laughs> I never so. really watched Doctor Phil. I've only seen clips of you know the interesting stuff on YouTube. Um, 
I, I haven't watched the Dr. Phil in many, 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 many years. I, I mean, he got famous from being on Oprah. Um, mm. I know that he... I think the one recent thing that was, like, the biggest controversy with him was the bad baby stuff, right? And uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. The whole thing with the ranch. And, like, I, I, I don't know if that adds to this, because it is quite a bit later, but... Um, I think it was time after that whole scandal. I think maybe that that show should have been gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, he's a quack, so where's that? Well, yeah, there's that, but there's plenty. I mean, there, Dr. Oz was on TV for years also, so. Yeah, that's true. Hey, uh, if you go to Audible, uh, trial.com slash ADC, that's Audible, trial.com. Uh, slash ADC, you can buy a book by Dr. Phil, if you want. Uh, for for example, Dr. Phil McGrath Life Code, or Relationship Rescue, or Self Matters, or The 2020 Diet. There's a lot of Dr. Phil books. Is there um, a Dr. Phil cookbook? That's what they need. <laughs> I mean, what does that guy eat? Because he, he's got a, you know... <laughs> He's got a strange-looking uh, self. Like he's got a strange-looking being. So I always kind of wonder what he eats. Lard. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you want to get another book that's not by Doctor Phil, uh, you you can uh, get one free credit. You sit on that and uh, cancel it and keep the book. But you will probably not cancel it because Audible is uh, the best. Thing ever. Eurovision time. Uh, let's talk about Belgium. Uh, mm -hmm. Gustav or Gustav? What do you think? I would say Gustav. Okay. Because of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty generic title. Uh, pretty generic lyrics, at least, to this song. Uh, the beat was pretty good. Yeah, it, it, it reminds me a little of Boy George, uh, if Boy George were making music today. Okay. That's kind of... I mean, the stage performance with the singers, the backup singers... Yeah. That is the best part of this, as far as, like, uh, we saw one last... Not last week, week before last, where the stage performance, I was like, with the, the five people... I was like, it's just going to be five or six people standing on a stage. There's not going to be anything going on with this. Uh, where this one, it's like there's a lot. You can tell what the stage performance at the actual Eurovision is going to look like. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But like I said, the lyrics are so trite. It's like the most generic love song you could possibly have. <laughs> I don't think they will have problem getting to the final. Uh because uh, because of you <laughs> uh, no uh, because because it is kind of like in the there's a lot of 80s songs that are go, going to come this year right it felt yeah very very, 80s. very 80s is very in right right now so i don't i don't think that they will have a problem qualifying his 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 voice is also pretty strong yeah, I mean, the the beat and it, the performance itself was fine. It's just the lyri yeah. the lyrics and then uh, just the kind of... Uh, 
generic Eurovisioniness of it. Those are the yes, only two negatives. Yes. Um, it is very very Eurovisiony. So that uh, and the performance is very over the top. So it, like you said, I don't see it having a problem moving on into the or into Eurovision. Uh, I give it a. I probably got to give it a four though. Yeah, those lyri- uh, those lyrics not- are pretty silly. <laughs> I'm not very uh, fan of this either. I'll give it a five. But uh, look, I want us <laughs> to see uh, the first promotion video of uh, Liverpool 2023. Okay. Because uh, that is out, and it's called. United by music. I've seen this before. I I've told Luke that he is not allowed to watch this before we watch it live. So uh, yeah, which makes me I, assume I, that something weird or silly or something is going to happen. So or or something is definitely something. Yes. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. To play this. Give me a countdown. In three, two, one, play. All right, Eurovision. My baton is my weapon. Mm-hmm. It's one that reaches to the soul. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not one that kills. Is this like a pro-war? One that is about life and hope. Mm-hmm. Who is this person talking from? Do you know who this is? Nope. Okay. You will find out soon. Oh. Ukrainian Freedom Orchestra. Okay, so she's the conductor mm-hmm. of the Ukrainian Freedom Orchestra. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wait, what does this have to do with Eurovision? <laughs> <laughs> like, none of this... Is, we're seeing a lot of images, and none of them are from Eurovision. I think that was a... Ra- that's a soccer... That was a soccer... Yep. Uh, uh, soccer game. Yep. 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 Okay. So, can you tell me what this had to do with Eurovision? Oh, I was assuming that when they had a black, this black and white footage of this lady walking into an event, that she was like a former Eurovision contestant uh-huh. or something. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. that's not what it was at all. No. I, no. I don't know what. No. I, I guess what it's was supposed that? To, it's supposed to promote Eurovision. <laughs> I, I guess maybe it's saying that they're gonna perform the that orchestra is gonna perform there. I have no. It didn't actually like it didn't announce that, but that's the only assumption no. I can make, right? I have no clue. I have absolutely no fucking clue whatsoever. I I think it's so confusing. In their message, message. Okay. Uh. Yeah. That was yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh. Movie round. Uh. I saw some movies. I guess I'll start. I saw Shotgun Wedding on. Yeehaw! I think this was on Prime, right? Uh. Was it on Prime? I want to say yeah, it was on Prime. So. Yeah. Uh. With, who was it? Josh Demol, right? And. Yes. Somebody else that J-Lo. I can, J-Lo, right. I don't know why I couldn't remember her, J-Lo. her name. Um, she sings in the movie. How can you forget about that? It's just... 
she's just not relevant anymore. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it was. What are you saying? J Lo is not relevant in twenty twenty three. Look, she's just got married with Ben. Did Come she on. just get married again to him or something? No, they just got married. It's that long time ago, and oh. it was last year, wasn't it? I have no idea. I thought they've been married for like a long time for some reason. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, this movie was a pretty generic romantic action f- comedy, right? Like it, it. This one also. This felt a little '90s, I would say, right? It it sure felt like a million other movies I have it seen. It felt like that Julia Roberts George Clooney movie we saw a few weeks ago. Yes, except with more yes. more guns. Yes, right. So it it had the comedy and the love aspects of it, just like that movie did. But this one also had this ash, action aspect, where th- these uh, rich people are being held captive for a ransom. Right, that's the whole mm. like concept of it. Uh, and they have to figure out who's trying to uh, extort them. Uh, the con- like the concept is really interesting. The acting is, you know, super mid-level. The uh, production value is super mid-level. You know, they just made it to put J-Lo and Josh Duhamel's name on a movie and get it out to people and entertain them, you know, entertain as many people as possible, which that's what this movie is trying to do. It's like casting a wide net of who's going to enjoy it, if that makes sense. Because it's like a comedy, yeah. but it's also a... a lo- there's a love story, but there's also action bits, so everybody can, will want to enjoy it. But at the same time, those kind of movies, like... And end up coming off uh, kind of soulless. Does that make sense? It, it, I, 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 I usually don't talk about how much I dislike Taken 3, so... Taken Three is is one of my least favorite movies of of all time. Okay. I, I really really despise Taken Three. I think Taken One and Two is 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 a. I think one is amazing. I think two is okay. I think three is 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 very awful, and it kind of gave me a little like Cody Cutter have done this six billion times before. Uh, seen this movie six million uh, times before. Nothing new, nothing exciting. It had absolutely no fucking point. Uh, The manuscript is is written by AI. Uh, Yeah, absolutely nothing to tell. Other than that, I thought it was okay. I mean, I... I am not going to remember this uh, movie in two weeks. It, it didn't give me anything, but it, it it didn't make me angry either. So, I mean, I will give it a four, I guess. Yeah, like I said, it's meant to cast the net to like for everybody to be able to enjoy it. But like at the same time, yeah. it comes off as like very bland and a little soulless because it's not trying to like elevate any real meaning it's just like pure entertainment so yeah i'd give it a a six okay cool uh another movie i also saw this week uh was black panther wakanda forever 
Uh, I have waited a little, a little on this. Okay. Uh, not not because I didn't like the first one, but I was like, I will. I I didn't really wanted to see it because of Shadwick Boseman being dead and things like that. Uh, they do a very good job uh, by honoring him uh, in the beginning of of the movie, and there's a lot of references to him. Uh, I will say maybe to a point where it gets a little too much, almost where there's like. A little like oh this uh, is a goodbye to Chadwick Boseman more than it's a new Black Panther movie. Uh, it's not bad, uh, but it's not super good either. I this I will give a six. Uh, yeah, I think Angela Bassett was uh, maybe my favorite thing about the whole thing. All right. Uh, I saw Barbarian, which came out what last year, sometime. <laughs> end of the movie. end of the year at some point. I know that September. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it's got Bill Skarsgård and Justin Long and Georgina Campbell in it. Uh, I thought Bill Skarsgård was very good for how for how long he was in it. I guess I should say. Um, yes. I like some of the twists and turns. I would have liked to see more of the past. Because we get, like, one random scene of this uh, neighborhood Mm -hmm. back in the 1950s. You know the scene I'm talking about? And then we never see that... We never have another flashback to that. Which I really wanted to see more of Mm -hmm. that, to be honest. Uh, Some Mm. of the special effects in this are very cheesy. There are certain aspects of it that... You remember the movie Necronomicon? From like the nineties, yes. there was some yes. there was some ne- Necronomicon feel I got uh, in this, um, like where they go into the uh, the underground place with all the like creatures, yeah. Uh, but the it's very creepy, very well done as far as set design and like the concept is really the coolest part of it. Um, I love the concept. <laughs> I want to, like I said, I want to see a sequel that goes into the past of what made the, what made this place. You know what I mean? I want to see more from the right. the fifties. So I think they could do a sequel, but at the same time, it would be really weird to do a sequel of this movie. Yes. Uh, yes. I just can't see Barbarian Two coming out for some reason. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but uh, overall, I give it a, I'll give it a seven. If they lay it. To explain what's going on in the basement, that that could work without spoiling anything. I just want to see more background information, at, at, you know, because we yes, kind of get a, that. Yeah, about that. And then even in, if we were to do a sequel, I'd like to see like another two levels that we did right. that we didn't know were there, but then find out or behind yes. another secret yes. door or something. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, then we saw a movie together, Luke. What was that movie called? You People. This was on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, it sure was. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a comedy, I guess, but Is it's it? more of like a... It's more of a, a statement piece about, like, current society, I guess, because it's about a Jewish man who wants to get married 
or is he married? No, they want to get married. Yeah, he no, wants they to get, want to get married. He wants to marry a black woman, which yeah, I guess is like a social commentary. But me and Fro both were kind of like, this is a social commentary from like <laughs> twenty years ago. 20. Like, are we really making a movie yeah, about uh, people having a problem with <laughs> interracial relationships? <laughs> In 2023. I mean, I, it, it, it's probably it, a pro- it, it, it's definitely a problem, so, you know, certain places, but it just sure, feels sure. so it's strange. It's so dated. Right, yeah. <laughs> it felt so incredibly dated. And it didn't really help about the bad, bad acting in this uh, either. I think Jonah Hill was actually the best thing about the whole movie. I don't know that it was necessarily the acting. I think some of the dialogue, like, they, it, the dialogue wasn't great, and so the actors had a hard time with no. it, maybe. Because, like, it's, some of the comedy is really dry humor. Yeah. And, and it has to be because of the subject matter, obviously. You can't be, like, doing right. laugh-out-loud poop jokes and when you're talking about interracial relationships. But that also makes it, like, kind of awkward. And I think that's where... You, is that what you mean by like some of the acting's weird? Yes. Yeah, I think I get that. Um, yeah, I mean, it there were funny parts that we both laughed oh, yeah. at, but it, and then there oh, yeah. were also cringy parts, which I think were supposed to be cringe on purpose. But then mm-hmm. I, cer- certain ones, I wasn't sure if they were or not. Um, mm-hmm. So overall, I'd give it a. I don't know. This is probably right in the middle at a five, to be honest. Oh yeah. There, this is, uh, if someone would, sh- like, show me a definition of a five movie, this is a five movie. Yeah, it just, uh, it just feels strange that, that some, like, somebody wrote it, and then somebody else was like, I'm gonna greenlight this project, because people don't know about this subject enough, which, I guess, mm-hmm. like, Maybe I, I'm in a sheltered part of America, and maybe in, like... I guarantee you in the South, this is an issue, right? But the other thing right. is, the whole movie's based in L.A., where this isn't, like, very little... of Much less of an issue in Hollywood for people to have a problem with interracial relationships than, say, Mobile, Alabama, okay? Say that this movie was based in Mobile, Alabama. Maybe it would have been a little made a little more sense. I don't know, though. Uh, but yeah, five. Anyway, uh, hey, I like Laura Croft. Do you like Laura Croft? And uh, Tomb Raider I, games? I only ever played, believe it or not, the first Tomb Raider for PlayStation 1. So I've never... Oh. I, uh, I never really got into the games, and I didn't like the movies. Oh. So there's that. <laughs> well, the movies are terrible. Right, so. exactly. <laughs> Uh, but a Tomb Raider show in development at Prime Videos with Phoebe Waller-Bridge, uh, the lady that has made Fleabag. Uh, I am very, very, very excited for this. It says uh, that uh, uh, it will be along with Ryan and Doliana and Amanda Greenblatt. Uh, it doesn't say anything about who who will be Laura Croft. But, oh, I thought uh, it. I swear it did in here somewhere. Uh, oh no 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 no. Okay. No. 
Where it says with the role of Lara Croft still unclaimed in the new Tomb Raider. Maybe I saw series. it somewhere else then, so let me look it up really quick. Mm. But yeah, no, uh, I'm really, really excited for this. And uh, uh, the last movie was terrible with uh, Alicia Vikander, but, but uh, yeah, no. Some people like the originals once with uh, Angelina Jolie. I, I'm not a fan. This is saying Haley Atwell is playing Laura Croft. Haley Atwell? And then I'm seeing oh. here, though, and that was on IMDb. Now I'm seeing on Hollywood Reporter, Phoebe Waller-Bridge preparing to play Tomb Raider in TV series. I'm going to mm. go ahead and trust the Hollywood Reporter more than... IMDb, which gets shit wrong all the fucking time. I mean, she she has uh, been in movies uh, before, and she was in Killing Eve, so, yeah, why not? Who, Phoebe Waller-Bridge? Yeah. Yeah, uh... Yeah, okay, cool. I'm excited. Uh... Are you having a bit fair? bit fair. Oh no, this. she's the one who's creating it. Okay. Fuku yeah. Waller-Bridge is yes. creating it, so Haley Atwell maybe is actually playing Laura Croft. Alright. Yeah. Yeah. Are you having fear over this being a bad TV show? No, it it doesn't affect me, because I'm not connected that much to the fandom, but I mean, what do you, what, what about you? Yeah, no, I have a bit of fear. Maybe not as much as fear as this movie that we're going to watch. A trailer for. I just remember in like middle school, people like thirsting for Laura Croft, which was like yeah. a 64 bit character, and I was, always thought that was kind of silly. <laughs> there was a sheet code that everybody thought was a sheet code that could get her naked, and it wasn't a sheet code. Well, there's actually like a secret room you could find that some developer had put actual nudes in the game, so it actually did exist, but. Uh, mm -hmm. But that cheat code to make her naked didn't exist, right? It was like a weird right. urban myth that actually came true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I uh, I don't have fear. Uh, maybe this movie will give me fear because it is called fear. Well, that's not an annoying sound at all. Holy shit! This is the low budget. I mean, that just looked like Saw, except from 2000 and whatever, 2007? <laughs> Maybe. We tell each other our most personal fears. Oh, it's King Bach. My biggest fear is... Oh my god, it is. It must be a good movie if he's in it. It's <laughs> uh, something about blood. There is? My biggest fear is losing you. Bullshit. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, and then all their biggest fears come true. Is that what's gonna happen? This is made for five dollars and fifty cents. I thought you were gonna say this is made for five year olds. <laughs> no. <laughs>
Yeah, it looks like it was filmed on an iPhone. Yeah. Maybe this is why it has 25% on rock models. Thirty-four percent on audience. I mean, it gives me like hostile slash saw vibes a little bit. Yeah. Just bad. Yeah, but maybe not in a good way. Yeah. Let me out! What the fuck? Let me out! Let me out! Let me out! People on drugs or something? It's just a bad trailer. Cause you you, it doesn't really tell you what the fuck the movie's about, right? It's just look scary things. <laughs> but it's not even scary. I mean, these are all things that should be scary, right? But it isn't. I'm saying that's what they're showing you. Yeah. Well, I guess I will say it. What is this this Oscar-nominated movie all about? A weekend. Vacation turns sinister when a group of friends must confront their worst fears one by one. Uh, like you said, 25% on Rotten Tomatoes, 3.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 60% of Google users liked it. Uh, directed by Dion Taylor. Um, I went to the IMDb. Let's see. I guess we'll start with a 1 out of 10, yeah. Uh, terrifyingly bad from Action Man Frank 30. A group of friends run out of lodge in the middle of the woods to hang out. Little do they know they will have to face their greatest fears. Uh, should I even bother putting any effort into this review? Since the filmmakers clearly didn't put any effort into the film. I mean, the title is Fear. <laughs> like, wow, it's going to be scary. Thanks and stuff. It's not just the title. The script feels like they wrote it over a weekend and didn't read it over. It's just so lazy and full of controversies, dangling threads, poorly written characters whose motivations are not clearly defined, and who come off both annoying and dull at the same time. Uh, I like... Oh, like, it's hilarious how bad this movie is, is what it says. Yeah. Well, Joe gave it one and a half star on Rotten Tomatoes, said, The first 70 minutes bored me with COVID fare. People don't go to the movies for movie makers to try to scare them with COVID. Newsflash! People aren't afraid anymore. The last 20 minutes were okay, but a little too uh, late. Be original. Uh, psychological flop from Diwali29. It falls into the horror genre, genre. It could have easily been a psychological thriller, though. I feel... If the history of the Lodge, its ancestors, and the myth of the backstory had been exp expounded upon, it would have been much better. Uh, uh, Chris Chavon S. gave it full score uh, on Rotten Tomatoes and said, Wow, I think I would have beat the fair. I'm Batman! Nah, great f <laughs> f film, though. <laughs> Uh, that got me to shuffle, so, yeah. yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, mm. Is that what Catwoman called him? The fear or something? No. Yeah, the fear. Right, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, another fear. movie that I'm came out, uh, Life Upside Down, an art dealer navigates a personal and professional crisis. That doesn't even sound like a movie, but okay. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. got a 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb, 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
37% on Metacritic. Wow. Okay. Mm. Well, Distant is an upcoming science fiction comedy. Uh, it uh, says the premise. The spaceship of an asteroid miner, Andy, gets uh, struck, crash landing him on an alien planet where he con uh, con contends with an AI survival suit. Le uh, losing oxygen, he connects with his fellow crew members, Naomi, via radio, who is trapped inside her escape pod, leading him to go and search and rescue her. Uh, this has absolutely no reviews. Okay, uh, close. Leo and Remy are two 13-year-old best friends who seeming whose seemingly unbreakable bond is suddenly and tragically torn apart. 7.9 out of 10 on IMB, 81% on Metacritic, 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, looks like it's French. Yeah, it was okay. awarded... At, it got it won a award at the Cannes Grand, P, Grand Prix, so... Yeah. Cool. The man in the basement... Simon and Helen decide to sell uh, the basement of their building in Paris, but the man who buys it has a tr troubled past and turns their life upside down. This has 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, that's a huge difference, uh, and 5.4 on Film Infinity out of 10. Uh, 58% of Google users like this movie. Okay, it, Film Infinity, whatever that is, but, uh, Infinity mm -hmm. Pool also came out. Six, uh, guided by a seductive and mysterious woman, a couple on vacation venture outside the resort grounds and find themselves in a culture filled with violence, hedonism, and untold horror. 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb, 87% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7 out of 10 on IGN. Uh, mm. It's got Alexander Skarsgård in it, and Cleopatra Coleman. Well, this comedy has Emma Roberts, Richard Gere, Diane Keaton, Susan Sarandon, and William H. Meese in it. Okay. And it is called Maybe I Do. With their relationship at the crossroads, Michelle and Aline invite their parents to finally meet. As it turns out, their parents already know each other, maybe a little too well. This has a whopping 26% on Rotten Tomatoes, 42% on Metacritic, and a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. That's, that's a huge difference as well. 79% of Google users like this movie. Hmm, okay. Uh, blood. When a bite from a family dog gives her son a ho horrific infection, a woman's morals get put to the test when the only cure to keep him alive proves deadly. Hmm, 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb, 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it's got mm. Michelle Monaghan and Skeet Ulrich. Well, I haven't heard that name. Wow, Skeet Aldrich. Yeah. I haven't heard that in quite a while. He was the guy f that was like the bad guy from the first Scream movie, if people don't right. know. Right. Uh, yeah. It, it doesn't sound 
it kind of sounds interesting, and it's got 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. That's... Hmm. I, yeah. I, remember the video game from the 90s called Blood? Like, the PC game? Did I you do. ever play that? Yes. They should make a movie based on that. They should. Yeah, that would be badass. Well, I want to see Infinity Pool for a reason that you forgot, because Mia Goth is in it, and she's always amazing. It's directed by Brandon Cronenberg also, which is yeah. kind of interesting. Uh, which one do I want to see the most, though? Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think probably uh, Infinity Pool is the best on the list here. Life Upside Down, I, I didn't mention, by yeah. the way, has a Bob Odenkirk in it. Uh, and it has 6%, yeah. so that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I think Vlad is second for me. Uh, what was the other one that I thought looked good? I think it was this one. Yeah, distant. Distant. Yeah, yeah. the distant. Distant looks probably my my number two, and then Blood. Blood just it looks like it's gonna be really cheesy B B horror movie. Uh, next week we will do news of the week, TV and movies of the week. I don't know if we will do an Eurovision. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. I thought you we said you've see. been listening to Eurovision songs. Oh, you're talking about songs that could qualify, probably, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, another digital review of The Amazing Maurice. Is that a mouse movie? It sounds like a mouse who's like wants to be a magician, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably a cartoon, is my guess. Uh, animated, yeah. Definitely thinking they animated. Uh, okay, Jeremy Rant. Let's start with this. A Florida OnlyFans model is suing her local school district, saying that they were sharing sexually explicit images of her among the staff. Uh, according to the complaint, she says they displayed sexual explicit images on her OnlyFans site, but only, but reasonable expected these images would not be shared with teachers and principals uh, and school district staff. The results of the dissemination mm -hmm. of the images has suffered... Oh, she has suffered shame, humiliation, mental anguish, hurt feelings, and aggravation. So I guess the thing that a lot of people are talking about with this is, like, she put the pictures out there. People shared them, yeah. like, in her local area, even though they were yeah. on the internet, and now she's suing them for for sharing these images. Yeah, it's, uh, it feels a uh, frivolous lawsuit. It feels me. frivolous to me. I mean, I feel bad yeah. for her because I'm sure she oh, yeah, yeah. was humiliated and whatever else, but, like, you put the images out there. Yeah, no, OnlyFans is a public pay site. It's, it's just, like, come it, on. It, like, if these were images that were taken off her phone or right. somebody had them would, on their phone and then, you know, yeah. that's totally different. Um, yep. It, I mean, the interesting... I still feel bad for her, inevitably, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me too. But, uh, if anything, this is just bringing more attention to it, though. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's uh, doing the Barbara Streisand effect. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about this TikTok minister. Jesus Christ, I found this. Uh, that had a heart attack and briefly went to hell. Where demons sang uh, Rihanna's umbrella of all things to sing 
Umbrella? It said, Why the fuck? It sang songs including Rihanna's Umbrella. So not just that one. Yes. It wasn't just that one song. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not that bad in song. I think that the lyrics are terrible to that song. It's just so repetitive. I, I hate Under it. My I hate umbrella. Hello. Uh, hello. Yeah, hello. they just. It's just pretty repetitive. Uh. It yes. says here, he said, there was a section at hell where music was playing, and it was the same music that we hear on the earth, but as opposed to entertainers singing it, the music, the music, the demons were singing it, and it was some of the same lyrics we hear here. Here, music is like to get over a breakup, don't worry, be happy, I, I bust the windows out your car, under my umbrella, whatever. There, every lyric to every song is to torment you to the fact that you didn't worship God through music when you were here on earth right so this is yeah um yeah, yeah this has nothing to do with rihanna being the headliner for the halftime show in super bowl right not at all you think like he just uh, fell asleep and had a weird dream and that's what happened here? yes right. yes uh it's possible i'm i i guess he could have actually had a heart attack and like you know fell asleep and and or not fell asleep but passed out and then saw you know had a had a uh, vision like that a dream like that but doesn't mean it's real right uh i am going to make a five dollar bet for every anybody the first person that takes this bet but eminem is going to be there sure why do you think that because she's uh, she's the singer in that uh, Eminem song that is so overplayed. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, internet stuff. Do you want to start with Atriarchic? Sure. You want you want to start with that? There's like a lot to go on with that. Yeah. So there's a Twitch streamer who had tabs <sighs> open on his Twitch stream. People noticed what these tabs were. Uh, on his browser, and it was to some uh, deep fake porn website, which until now mm -hmm. I didn't even know was a thing. I guess I, I mean, you assume it would exist, but I didn't know like you. Right. This one was like one where you can get custom made videos specifically or something. Yes, um, and he had requested uh, off some people that, uh, yeah. Are Pokemon and. Well, people that are like not only colleagues of his because he's you know right. like an organization twitch organization like gaming organization but also mm. some of those colleagues were his friends and they're f some of those people were his friends like significant others that's the best way to put it yeah. right um and that's just creepy right but i think it brought up a bigger um discussion of like ai generated porn that is like mm -hmm. sometimes being used to like blackmail women into things it, it's not even real but you can use it as like i'm gonna i'm gonna send this somewhere and they're not gonna know it's not you right they're gonna mm -hmm. they're gonna think it's you and i'm gonna tell them it's real so like there's a it's that's the bigger discussion here is like it being used not only for blackmail but just like in general use like Using it without that person's consent, even though it's not real, uh, that person is still like being—it's being projected as though that person really did this thing, 
right? It's um, I guess there isn't even really laws for this stuff yet. You know what I'm saying? It's like so new. Right. Yeah. Like, cause it doesn't really fall under revenge porn laws because it's not real. Right. <laughs> so, right. uh, it, the discussion is just starting really with this, but it's gonna, there's going to be bigger, like there's going to be laws that get written based off of this one guy's, uh, leaving some tabs open on his Twitch, Twitch stream. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, H3H3 got involved, uh, having an extremely bad take. It wasn't even uh, a bad take, it was, they were discussing it, and they made a bad joke, right? Right. Uh, a very insensitively timed joke, mm -hmm. because, uh, one of the person that was affected by this, that was in his, this guy's same gaming organization was, what is her name, Cutie Cinderella. Cutie Cinderella. Yes. And she put out a video that was like, she was crying and she was upset about the whole thing because it's like her friend and it's also, uh, it all, this is almost promoting this, this kind of behavior more. Cause like more people know, like I said, I didn't know, even know this kind of thing really existed until this week. Right. They closed their website down. I'm not uh, surprised. Right. Um, but yeah, so, uh, she was really upset in this video, and then they played a silly soundbite as, like, a joke, but obviously that's super insensitive to do yeah. when somebody's crying. Uh, and then he came out with an apology video last night. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I okay. did. And so, yeah, that's just a big saga, because now there's so many people involved as far as, like, uh, yeah, not just the people we talked about or the people that are, like, directly involved with this guy, Atrioc, but, like all the other women that were on that website, you know what I'm saying? That aren't even mm -hmm. being discussed necessarily. So uh, it's a bigger discussion to be had for sure. As far as like the le legalities of being able to m make AI porn. Uh, something that is also controversial for some fucking reason is that Mr. Beast got blind people to see. Why is this called... Why is this so controversial? I think it's the using these people to profit himself, like making a YouTube video, like using their um, medical issue as like a way to uh, make money on a YouTube video. That's like one mm. of the issues people are having with it, which I don't necessarily think is a huge issue in the sense that he's giving back. And so... He is like basically just taking the money he made on the video and giving mm -hmm. it to those people in the in the in the form of a surgery, right? So I can see some people's I think a lot of people are building this off of the same uh idea of like they were mad about him doing the squid game thing, right? Right. And so it's kind of building off of that. I think uh the thing is, he's got, like, a philanthropy... It's called Mr. Mister Beast Philanthropy Channel. And this mm. was put on his main channel. If he would have put this video on Mr. Beast Philanthropy, I don't think anybody would have had an issue with, with it. Does that mm. make sense? Because it's mm -hmm. philanthropic, for sure. Um, I think people had a problem with it because it's being, it's being put next to all of his other videos. Right? It's being used... It, it, so people see it in the same way as, I'm going to give a car to everybody who, who stops at my uh, fake car dealership. It's next to that video, right? So mm -hmm. 
I think if it was on the philanthropy channel, people wouldn't have had a big problem, but I don't necessarily think it's that big of a deal either in the same way that you do. But I can understand people's perspective on it. Uh, the Nelk boys went, went to Russia with Hasbala. That was fun. Uh, they went back? They, they, oh, no, they went to Romania to see Andrew Tate a while ago. That's right. Yeah, yeah, Right. Yeah. And this time they went to Russia with Hasbala. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about that, what's her name, Shauna Ray. And I heard somebody, who was it? Somebody was like, we should hook up Hasbala and, Sh- and Shauna Ray. They would be like a great couple. Um, and they would just be like internet powerhouse. You know what I mean? That would be that would be so funny. Uh, <laughs> so wrong, but so funny. I was, the thing uh, we were talking about, because there was a whole controversy with Shauna Ray this week, with people right. saying you can't be in a relationship with this guy who doesn't who looks like a normal person. So... I guess I think that at the time the person was making the joke saying like, well, maybe this is a solution, mm-hmm. you know, maybe this would work because he's like they're the, mm-hmm. around the same age. They're around the same height and everything. Um, I guess talking about H3, the Rebecca Black interview. Did you watch it? No, it was interesting talking about the whole Friday situation and like what she went through as far as like bullying and. Uh, you know, you know, internet comments, and then it just mm. blowing up. You know, she's just a normal like middle school girl, and then all of a sudden, she uh, blows up into fame, but not for a good reason necessarily, right? <laughs> not because people right. loved her song. So it's like uh, she talked a lot about that. Uh, she she kind of uh, goes into like. Uh, how certain people treated her as a woman, uh, you know, where like maybe she wouldn't have been treated the same way online as a man, uh, at the time, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So there are certain things, uh, that she went into that are pretty deep, uh, but they couldn't go into the guy who actually produced the music because of, I think she's in some kind of lawsuit right now because every time H3 would bring up, what's his name? The guy who wrote and created the song, uh, she was like, I legally can't talk about that right now. So there's something going on there. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. Uh, did you see... Have you heard of Nerdist? Do you watch them? I know the name. I don't watch it. Okay. Uh, they made a, a mix of Knives Out and uh, Muppets. That was very, very funny. That sounds like it would totally work, though, also. In my head, I'm like, that would so work. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Justin Roiland got fired from... uh, That's like an update, because we didn't... We talked about it last week, but he actually got fired this week. Um, Let's see. Mr. Beast video, we talked... Oh, have you heard about this Snapshot Eye guy? I don't even know how you could not have heard about Snapshot Eye. No. He's this British TikToker... Um, that basically everybody and your mom has made a video about now. And he's apparently, a lot of people are angry with him because he dated a 19 year old. Uh, but there's like other accusations that he's much more creepy. I don't know. Mm. It's, it's very strange. Look up the whole snapshot. I lore. go to like, I'm Alex challenge, like any British YouTuber. 
uh, Memeless, uh, I'm Alec, anybody, Kieran Carlin, I guarantee you they've all made a video about Snapshot Eye already. So, yeah, just go yeah. to any of those places and you'll kind of get a concept of what's going on, but it's really weird. There's like a... You can, there's a website that just tracks him. It's uh, mm. the, it's like Snapshot Eye Tracker or something, and it's got all these pin... Like, people are, like, uh, keeping tabs on this guy. It's very weird. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I think that's everything I have to say this week. There was some kind of eyelash gate. I, I called it lash gate, where some... Uh, YouTube slash TikToker apparently was doing a brand deal with Maybelline or some, you know, eyelash brand oh. and okay. used fake lashes to promote the, how good the product was and people got really upset about it. So there's th that was the last thing I had. Well, maybe she wasn't born with it. Maybe it was Maybelline. Right? That, yeah, that, uh, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See what I did there? Turned it around. That's what it's called in Norwegian. Well, every now and then, around. a little bit closer, <laughs> and are never going down. Down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're we're getting old. Look. Uh, I mean, anyway. that's, that Moose last song came out way before our time, anyways. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Turn around. Yeah, um, anyway, uh, my name is Fro. My name is Luke. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di another, digi another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.